Welcome to the Resources for Integrated Care webinar, Navigating COVID-19, Supporting Individuals with Dementia and Their Caregivers. This podcast is excerpted from a webinar presented live on June 23, 2020. In this podcast, Freddie Segal Gaden, Director of the USC Rancho CADC, Assistant Professor of Clinical Neurology and Family Medicine, at the Keck School of Medicine at USC, discusses considerations for people with ADRD and their caregivers during the COVID-19 pandemic. Um, It's really a pleasure and honor to be able to speak with you all today uh, on this um, very important topic and emerging topic that I think we're all struggling um, to better address as we learn to better address the issues around COVID throughout our country. So uh, first of all, I want to speak about people with um, Alzheimer's and other dementias and their caregivers, and then I'll speak about issues related to um, providers and health systems. Next slide, please. Uh, So uh, the presentation of COVID in uh, individuals with um, dementia uh, is a little different and a little challenging and requires a change in how we think about things. Um, It can present as delirium or other cognitive changes, as would any other infection. So we typically think about people with dementia illnesses presenting with delirium with underlying um, urosepsis or, or pneumonia. But in the influenza season, we think about this as well. And so we have to sort of put that framework in mind when we think about um, um, COVID and its presentation in this population. Um, and in, as in other infectious diseases, delirium is often the presentation when there's a lack of oxygen, um, underlying hypoxia, um, that causes more uh, confusion and more brain dysfunction. Um, And the COVID-19 infection um, is no different. COVID-19, which is a primarily respiratory infection, but does have other manifestations um, in persons with dementia, uh, can result in um, um, hypoxia and then in a delirium presentation. Um, So delirium, in COVID-19 doesn't look any different than COVID in other, um, uh, in delirium in other populations um, when it presents. But to review, uh, it involves a change in consciousness. That is a change in alertness that could be hyper alert where the person is awake during more of the day um, or uh, and, and not sleeping very much or where the person is sleeping for longer periods of day, a hypoactive state. Um, there is characteristically in this acute confusional state delirium, which can present on top of a dementing illness, uh, impaired attention. A person cannot follow through, cannot attend, cannot um, answer questions because they can't pay attention, um, cannot follow directions. Um, There is a sleep-wake cycle disturbance that often occurs where people are awake at night, um, sleeping during the day, very disruptive, and this can be disruptive regardless of the setting the person is in. Um, Psychotic features, particularly hallucinations, can occur in delirium, Um, and so oftentimes in people with dementing illnesses who didn't have previous psychotic uh, features may present with increased confusion and hallucinations, Um, and emotional disturbances from the range of um, uh, tearfulness and crying to anxiety and nervousness. Um, So we have to think about um, our population with dementing illnesses and COVID as a population that's predisposed to the presentation um, and occurrence of delirium. Next slide, please. 
So uh, to continue, when you think about the clinical presentation of individuals, um, caregivers have to be aware that older adults with um, Alzheimer's and other dementias, when presented with an infection, may not present with the typical symptoms such as cough, fever, shortness of breath. And if that's what you're focused on and not on the other changes, you may miss the early signs, a caregiver may miss the early signs of uh, a COVID infection. Um, when people with um, dementia experience symptoms, they may also not be able to alert a caregiver. And depending on the stage of the dementia, the individual may not be able to express that they're having shortness of breath, they're having feeling of distress, and so it may go unrecognized by both the person with dementia as well as the caregiver. Uh, so changes um, in the key areas of cognition, function, and behavior, which are the three areas um, of dementia, diagnosis, and dementia care, um, need attention to in this population. So thinking about our uh, individual with dementia, they can present with an infection with changes in cognition, increased confusion, um, uh, slower processing where they are, are taking longer to do things. This impacts function, so a decline in usual ability. Somebody who was able to toilet themselves now is having more difficulty toileting themselves. Somebody who needed cues for dressing may now not be able to dress themselves, and this may be an early tip-off that there's actually some other change going on when this is happening acutely. Uh, behavior changes are very common when people have an infection uh, overlying a dementing illness, and this can be, as again I said, a full range where there's an enhanced response of anxiety, agitation, or aggression um, in somebody who either never had these symptoms or presents with these symptoms or missed sometimes and overlooked is the hypoactive response where there's more apathy, depression, fatigue, or increased sleep. So in our caregivers with individuals with dementia in this era of COVID, we need to be making them aware of these kind of changes to look for as a potential sign that the person may be coming down with this illness um, until uh, and try to find it early rather than late. Next slide. Uh, there are things external to the individual that may actually um, be more disruptive. So the person um, in this environment of COVID where everything is changing, the external environment is changing, and we know that external environmental changes can trigger changes in persons with dementia. The majority of uh, people with um, Alzheimer's and other related dementias live at home, um, and home environments and routines have been dramatically impacted by COVID um, uh, with changes in all of our lives. Um, so we have to think about this. As uh, Jennifer mentioned, uh, adult day programs have stopped for functioning because of the uh, ban on congregate gatherings. So individuals are no longer able to um, attend their adult day program and their schedule may be disrupted from this. Um, because of stay-at-home orders, um, individuals are unable to go outside, um, spend much time outside, um, depending on where they live or on walks as often as they used to, or they may be restricted in areas where they can walk, depending on what the rules and regulations are where the individual is living. Um, older adults with dementia may be spending more time sleeping and napping during the day because of the lack of stimulation and the lack of routine. Um, there uh, with increased use of masks by caregivers with close contact. There may be more difficulty in communicating. Even for those of us without dementing illnesses, communicating with Masks in front can be challenging, and so for individuals 
who have dementia illnesses who need all the sensory cues necessary. Uh, when you put a mask over someone's face, it may make communication more difficult. Um, they may be experiencing difficulties in understanding the pandemic and why these changes are occurring. Um, trying to um, explain to an individual um, with a dementing illness, particularly in the moderate to later stages, um, what is going on um, is not a useful um, approach, but everybody um, naturally wants to explain to somebody why they're doing something. And this can lead to lots of frustration amongst both caregivers and individuals with dementia. Um, if the person with dementia it needs to wear a mask because they're going out and masks are required or they're going to an appointment or something, trying to get them to wear a mask or they need to wear a mask because of close contact with individuals can be difficult. Individuals may not understand why they need to wear a mask and may become very agitated by this. Um, and then there is uh, maybe a change in, in caregiver. Um, outside caregivers who were coming in may no longer be able to come in. Family members who have been doing caregiving may change because of changes in routine. And so there may be increased distress amongst the person with dementia just related to the change in caregiver and the caregiver not understanding the person's routine. So all of these things um, in the environment um, combine to make for the perfect recipe for um, increased agitation, increased disturbance, frustration um, amongst individuals with Alzheimer's, uh, other dementias, and their caregivers. Uh, next slide, please. Uh, so when there are changes to the home environment and routines, as I said, there can be um, uh, other um, things that occur. So uh, boredom, loneliness, uh, nervousness and anxiety due to physical distancing uh, and canceled and closed programs um, may occur amongst individuals with Alzheimer's. And uh, how do we address these uh, issues and try to prevent them? Uh, there may be increased confusion and disorientation when there's difficulty understanding the pandemic uh, and associated changes, including the use of masks and changes in caregivers. So the individual expresses more confusion, appears uh, to have deteriorated, perhaps. Um, behavioral changes, where there's irritability and agitation um, due to frequent requests for hand washing, um, to wear a mask, to have another person wear a mask, uh, changes in routine. So expecting behavior changes, I think, is something we need to uh, anticipate and do planning for. And then, again, sleep difficulties, um, increased sleep disturbance, increased wandering and pacing um, associated with being indoors and frequent nap time. So all these changes in environment routine um, um, are, again, a recipe for increased distress for the individual with Alzheimer's as well as uh, for the caregiver. Um, uh, caregivers and family members, uh, because of changes in their routine and our routines, maybe spending more time around the person with the dementia. And if the person was going to a day center, if the person was at home with a caregiver and somebody was leaving to work and only home for short periods of time when the person was asleep at night, they may not be fully aware of the extent of the person's dementing illness and has, how it has progressed. So there may be increased awareness of limitations of the person they are caring for by the family member. And this may result in calls to healthcare providers saying that things are getting worse um, something's wrong when it's really the external environment and their change in, in um, routine that has resulted in them spending more time at home. 
Thank you for listening. This podcast is presented by the Lewin Group and is supported through the Medicare and Medicaid Coordination Office at the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services. MMCO is dedicated to helping beneficiaries enrolled in Medicare and Medicaid have access to seamless, high-quality health care that includes a full range of covered services in both programs. To support providers in their efforts to deliver more integrated and coordinated care, MMCO is developing technical assistance and actionable tools based on successful innovations and care models. To learn more about the current efforts and resources, please visit our website or follow us on Twitter for more details. Our Twitter handle is at integrate underscore care.